Um, I'm Kayla. That is Val. You already know the drill. We yeah. just don't. Yeah. So. <laughs> if you could talk to us right now and remind us of how we record. Yeah. What what do we do? A good little a good little reminder of uh what the heck we're supposed to be doing right now because we don't know. Welcome to Love Kayla and Val. I'm Kayla. And I'm Val, and we are so glad that you are here for our first episode of 2022. We are grateful that you chose on your daily, whatever you're doing, to come and listen to us. Yes. Listen to us talk. Um, And gosh, it's been a minute since we've done this, Kayla. Has it been a minute or has it been (laughs) a lot? lot Well, I looked it up. It was like December 16th. Oh, my gosh. That was our last podcast, I think. And so... We've missed so many major things in the world. So, on behalf of Love, Kayla, and Val, just to give Merry you Christmas, Happy New Year, um, Happy whatever holiday comes in January. That's not the New Year. Is There's there no. another one? Yeah, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Yes, Happy Martin Luther King. Happy Valentine's. Happy Day. President's Day. Happy all the days. Yes. Oh, by the time this comes out, Happy Birthday, Maria. Oh yes, Happy Birthday, Maria. Ready? You want to sing to her? Ready? No. One, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Woo. Happy birthday. You got to sing with me. I don't want to sing. To you. Happy birthday, dear Maria. Happy birthday to you. I love you, Maria. And many more. <laughs> she's hitting the big, like, milestone birthday this year. That, 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 yep, she's 25. I didn't know if she wanted her age out there, but I'll let you throw it out. Yeah, she <laughs> Listen, listen. <laughs> I'm willing to throw a lot of things out about Maria. You want to know why? Before we get to that, I just want to let you guys know. Uh, <laughs> you have to buy the full subscription before you get the stories. Just kidding. Yeah, we, um, we now have a paid subscription. <laughs> we haven't been on in months, but now if you want the good stuff. If you missed everything, it's not because we haven't been putting it out there. It's because you need to pay for a subscription to our lives. <laughs> Makes note in phone. Hey, let's go record a bunch of episodes and pre- pretend like they happened over the last two months. Yeah, which is what we did. Anyways, <laughs> if you are enjoying this episode so far, which we who, are, who isn't, <laughs> we would highly recommend that you share it on your social media. Tag us. Let us know you're listening. Our personal accounts uh, at Love Kayla and Val on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, we would love to keep up with you guys. Hear yes. what you're doing. See you when yes. you're listening and what you liked about the episode. Absolutely. That's pretty cool. If you just liked that there was an episode. <laughs> You're just happy that there's that there's something you know. You know what to say for the three people who have asked me over the last two months. Hey, we missed your podcast. You're welcome. Really, and I love all the people, but I think really it counts as one and a half people. Well, no, I don't know how you maybe. Yeah, it's like one and a half because one was a friend at church, one was my mother. And one was my roommate. Okay. Okay. So, you that know, counts. That counts. I thought I, you were going to say one was like Olivia. That's why it was half a person. But oh, she can't. Like, she's one. She can't ask. Yeah. She can't even listen to it and understand. Yeah. But, but you know, Someday. y'all, they're all whole people. But, you know, mom and roommate feel like they, you know, have to. 
I feel like they feel like they have to. Well, my grandma hasn't asked me, nor has my sister. So maybe they don't. (laughs) Maybe not. I take back my birthday song, Marie. (laughs) Then I count. You offended me. (laughs) I counted as three whole people asking. Thank you, guys. Thank you for asking. Thank you for caring about us. Well, anyway, we can keep on rambling like this. But wait, before we get into anything, uh I would like you to tell the people about your mug. I love that mug, and I love everything it stands for. And I'd like you to please explain it to the audience. Well, <laughs> we'll post it. Wait, let me take a picture okay. of it right now, real time, okay. and I'll post a picture of it. I was going to say, I'm going to try to describe it to you. It's really pretty. It's a Target coffee mug, and I love the fact that it's not perfectly round. Like, it's kind of beveled it's or unique. wavy a little. I feel like that's a perfect description of me and my life. I mm-hmm. like that it's not perfect. Yeah. It's just kind of... Funky. And it's got all these pretty flowers on it. And in the center, it says, hug in a mug. And But why, Val? Well, <laughs> Kayla and I have this tradition of every time the seasons change, we go to Target and get new seasonal coffee mugs. Naturally. And when we were looking, I was deciding between this coffee mug and another one that was just flowers. And it was just pretty. And I asked mm. Kayla, I'm like, which one should I get? And she was like, you should get the flower one. And I was like, okay, I was leaning towards this one. She goes, why? but you don't like hugs. I was like, it's perfect. Wait, did you tell them what it says on it? Yeah. Okay. Hug in a mug. Yeah, it says hug in a mug. So I said, I'm leaning towards the hug in a mug, coffee mug. And she's like, why? You don't like hugs. Val is not a touch person. I'm not. And so I was like, it's perfect. I can carry it around church on Sundays. And when people try to hug me, I'll be like, I have my hug for the day. (laughs) Thank you very much. You don't have to touch me. You don't have to hug me. You don't have to do any of those things mm-hmm. because my hug is in this mug. Yes. Now, I want to clarify because when I say I'm not a huggy person, people think that I will not hug. Right. That right, is right. not, it's not true. I just generally don't initiate a hug. If you hug me, I'm going to hug you back. Well, almost, I'm almost pause, always. Pause. Not always. <laughs> not always. <laughs> not for every single person will I like willingly like embrace a hug. But I would not, yeah, I would not say that you are not a hugger. Yeah. Like, I just. You have come up and hugged me multiple times. Yeah. But. But you know You me. can count probably on one hand in the few years that I've known you how many times I've initiated, initiated hug. a hug. Right. Yeah. Which is really sad that, you know, but one hand, but still. I'm also a huge hugger. Yeah. So, so you might not have even had the chance. Yeah. <laughs> I might have just been like. Also true. No. It's also true. <laughs> but anyway. Anyways. So. It's been so long. Oh, Kayla, goodness. without spending our whole podcast, let's catch everybody up on what's been going on in our life. Wow. I'd have to like, I feel like I have to listen to the episode in December and see where I left everyone off. Mm. Well, let's just pick up in January. Let's just pick up in January. No, calendar mm. year turns over. <laughs> new calendar. What's going on with Kayla? Okay. I got a gym membership. Oh. Yeah. And yeah. I still use it. Yes. Bam. And you've tried to get me to go at 830 at night. She said no. I did. A resounding no. But we're working on it. Yeah. We're working on it. Um, I got a gym membership. Still using it. Still nice. loving it. I'm at I'm Planet proud. Fitness. Thank you. I'm proud. Thank you. So also, craziness happened mm-hmm. probably like two weeks ago where me and my sister were just going about our day at work. And we found out that our grandfather was having some major health issues mm-hmm. and was in the hospital. And they're now my grandparents are in Florida right now. So they traveled down there and they were probably down there for like three days before they realized like something was happening. Yeah. And so my sister and I were talking to each other and like, oh, what should we do? Because our grandma's down there all by herself. And then we found out that it was a little bit more serious than we Mm -hmm. had 
previously thought. And so we decided two weeks ago on Thursday to fly out to Florida. Mm-hmm. We we're probably out there for like four days, would you say? I think we came back. I came back Monday. Yeah. So that'd be like four days. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, five days. Four or five. Four or five-ish. Yeah. Sounds and like we're good with math. <laughs> Woo. Um, and so, yeah, we were out there. Praise God. He's doing really well. Good. He's out of the hospital. He has to go in. Today is Wednesday. We're recording on a Wednesday. So on Friday, he's going in to get um, evaluated, see where he's at, mm-hmm. see um, how the medicine is working, how he's functioning, everything. Just, you know, check up. Yeah. And we are flying down on Friday morning and staying until Monday morning. So we'll be flying back Monday morning. Nice. So the this first one. one well, I was going to yeah, say this, this one, yeah. one is not for that. It's for a pre, like y'all had already planned to go down. Yes. So the first one was, I don't want to say it was impulsive. It was a necessary impulse. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one was already planned. So we're going back and hopefully it'll be a little bit more enjoyable. Yeah. Like we're under different circumstances. So obviously Nana is going to need a little bit more help mm-hmm. with, with pap and with getting around mm-hmm. and we're supposed to sing on Sunday morning at a church. So it'll be great. Yeah. By the time you guys hear this episode, it'll be, I'll probably be flying home or just mm-hmm. getting home from Florida. So yeah, it should be a lot more fun. Maria's birthday's on Saturday. So we're going to try to go to the oh. beach. Yes. Um. So yeah, it'll be great. That, that sounds a lot more enjoyable than the first time for <laughs> sure. Yeah, the first time was wild. But anyways, yeah. that's pretty much all that's been happening in my life. It's been I a feel pretty like eventful more. two months. Yes. Um. So much Val, that. Yeah. Where are you at? Um. Well, I started the new year off in Texas with Yay. my family and getting to see my amazingly beautiful little niece. Woo! Live plug. Yeah. There she's, it is. There it is. She turned one at the beginning of January, and so we got to be there for her birthday. And she's just so cute and so sweet and learning and growing and doing all the things that a one-year-old should do. You should tell them what she learned to say. Mm. She's learning lots of new words. Like now she says belly, and she pulls up her shirt and looks down at her belly (laughs) and points to it. She's saying hi a ton, and she says, like, bye-bye. But my favorite thing, she says a lot more. My favorite thing is that she's learned to say poo-poo. Mm-hmm. And this is the best story. <laughs> my sister told me that she was walking around and pointing like at her chest, calling herself poo-poo. Poo-poo. And so my sister had to teach her to point to her diaper to say poo-poo so that she's not walking around calling herself poo-poo. But what I a mood. Yeah. What a mood. A definite mood. Um, I think she's a little baby genius because sometimes <laughs> she'll tell my sister that she has poo-pooed. So, you know. Oh, do you think maybe that's why she's pointing at herself and saying poo-poo? Like, I pooped? Maybe. Maybe. Or I maybe... don't think so because my sister was like, we have the teacher to point where the poo-poo goes. That's so funny. Yeah. But um, she's also one last little live thing and then I'll move on to different subjects, maybe. But she's gotten really funny to where my sister said she loves new people oh, like that's great she does not meet a stranger like when I was there we were walking around Target and she's just like waving and smiling at everyone walking by but if she knows you she doesn't really care and so 
She's building a fan base. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll get on like FaceTime with her and she just like looks at you. Yeah. Just stares like almost mean mugging me. And I'm like, I'm your aunt. You love me. And then if a friend is around and they pop on, she smiles and starts waving at them. And I'm That's like, so true because like, what the heck Liv? Weren't we on FaceTime? Yeah. And, and I like popped my head over and to give you a context, Liv has maybe seen me five times total in her year of being alive. Mm-hmm. Maybe four. Yeah. All over the camera. I have yeah. never met Liv in person. And Val was like pulling out all the stops. Like she yeah. was singing her song. She was waving. And then she turned it slightly to me. And Liv was like, and you can't see me right Kayla's now. Kayla smiling and waving. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like Liv. Yeah. yeah. So, and it was, I was like, <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. So I try not to let her, her you know. <gasps> hurt my feelings but what i forgot to tell them a very crucial part of life okay i got a tattoo oh <laughs> back to kayla kayla got a tattoo. I'm so sorry i just realized i looked at my arm sorry we're just gonna detour for a second not to make it about me i'm so sorry uh-huh. we will come back we'll come back to val <laughs> val is very important val is loved and cherished this, and valued okay side note this is the way most of our conversations go in life too listen i'm just gonna let you know right now okay. i got a tattoo that's it that's it it's that's really it. cool that's it it says worshiper and it has a, a little leaf. palm branch yeah, that's the tweet. Okay, yeah. go ahead. It's it's cute. I like Thank it. Thank you. Um, I have been busy with church over the last two months. Yeah. It's been, it's always busy at the church. There's always things to do. But my favorite thing, aside from getting to spend the new year in Texas with my family, is the current obsession that I have infected friends everywhere with. Of playing Dutch Freaking Blitz. Dutch Blitz. Oh I cannot gosh. even begin to explain how excited that game makes my heart, how happy I am. Um, the fact that, like, you and I have gotten together to play Dutch Blitz many times it's in the last two months. Gift. It is. And then last week, after youth, there were students, like, just hanging out. So, I was like, I'm just going to stay and hang out with them. And I had a deck with me because now I have a deck for home and a deck to keep with me at all times. The because, deluxe package. Yes, because I am obsessed. And I taught like three students and two other youth leaders. And the youth leaders and I were here until 10 o'clock at night playing Dutch Blitz. It's better with a group. It is. People think it's funny, but the level of meanness, like game meanness that comes out in me is kind of scary when I play this game because I lose all sense of filtering my words and thoughts. So I just say the first thing that comes to my mind that normally I might probably, I normally do keep in, just flies out. And we're, I'm going to say this as a, not an insult because you have said it before. <laughs> Val is a sore loser. I am. She, especially when it comes to like games, she does not enjoy losing. No. And if she wins, you will never hear the end of it. In a good way. Like, it, like remember when you won 102 to 101? Well, that's, happy that's a different kind of winning that needs to be, you know. She was very, very happy. Yeah. But also, I very rarely win. You win most games that we play. Well, I wasn't going to say that. But, so, but you my know, point I, is. I feel like I have that <laughs> privilege and right in life to my, hold the one win that I have. My point is. Especially when it's one point. My point is, is that. With being a, hey, listen, I'm a little bit of a sore loser myself when it comes to those games like Dutch Blitz. If I mean, I was so devastated that it was oh, yeah. one stinking point. I was messed up. But I think the insults fly even harder because 
just want to win. And I'm yeah. in this, like, I, I am the same way when we play that game <laughs> that I'm just like, Val, <laughs> I can't even say it on here because it's just going to sound so rude. But in the game, it just, whatever. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, We played with a friend. My roommate said that she was talking with his friend's mom and he said, I saw a hole inside of Val. We were playing this game and I was like, thanks. I don't know if it's okay. good or not, but. You are so not like that, though, in public. But I think when people see that, they're like, <laughs> I didn't know Val had aggression. <laughs> I didn't know Val had the feelings of so, aggression. To go back to our Enneagram episode, nines repress until we don't. <laughs> and where it, where the anger comes out is in games. I hold it all in until I get to games. And see, it would be less expected from someone like or more so expected from someone like me, who is a four, who wears my feelings on my sleeve and constantly feels everything all the time. Mm-hmm. So when I say, oh, I'm upset, everyone's like, yeah, Kayla, we get it. Go cry or but something. But when <laughs> I slam my cards down in anger, everyone's like, whoa, Val, would you like Wait. to talk about it? <laughs> is there something going on at home? <laughs> You're good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, that's been my favorite thing over the last two months. I'm sure there's other things I could share, but I don't remember them. Same. But... Olivia and Dutch Blitz, they've been great. Pretty much the cherry on the Sunday. Yes. So today we are excited to get to sit and talk. Like we haven't huh. had these kind of conversations in a while, really. Yeah, just we've, bouncing off of each yeah. other. I mean, we've mostly just played games and haven't had a ton and of... roasted each other. Yeah. <laughs> we thought it would be fun. Fun might not be the right word. We thought it'd be good today to talk about how we can show up for our friends. Like I don't know about where you are in life, anyone who's listened to it, to this, um, but 2022 has started kind of rocky in a lot of ways for a lot of people that I know. Um, there's been a lot of sickness and a lot of just sad things happening. And there's been good things too happening in people's lives. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, you know, what a timely conversation it would be to talk about like how do we show up for our friends when they're going through something hard or when they're going through something good. Yeah. Um, something I've definitely noticed is how diverse our friend group is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at our church, we mainly have like our young adult group. Everyone's in such different places in life mm-hmm. that one thing I think I've noticed even just in the in this year, in the past years, but like that not everyone needs the same kind of attention and affection that someone else needs. You know what I mean? Like maybe the way that I communicate to you might be different than the way I communicate to, um, I don't know. I don't want to use names, but Mm -hmm. like certain friends, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like we have some friends that are married with children. We have some friends that are just married. We have some friends that are engaged. We have some friends that are single. We have some friends. So like the way that you might need to show up for one of them mm-hmm. might not be the same way that you show up for a different one. And yeah. I think it's good to know, like, what are ways that we can be looking for in other people to be a good friend mm-hmm. and to, um, you know, cause that's biblical. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's, it's biblical to, you know, love others the way you want to be loved to treat yeah. others the way you want to be treated. Yeah. Like in this moment, what would you need mm-hmm. if you were in their shoes? What would be the most helpful and loving to you? Yes. You know? 
Yeah. And it's a very biblical thing to, Mm -hmm. you know, care about how you show up for your friends. Yeah. Um, In Romans 12, 15, it says, rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep. We don't just show up when our friends are happy and everything's good. Yeah. We need to show up when things are hard, when they're going through like a hard breakup or a loss of a job or they spilled their coffee. Whatever. I know. The worst. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever is hard for our friends. Like we can't just be, I think the old term is like fair weathered friends. Right. Only showing up when there's good things. Mm -hmm. Or also in turn of that, also when like showing up when they're sad or when they're going through something Mm -hmm. and not feeling that with them. Like there's something to be said about encouraging someone to not stay somewhere, Mm -hmm. but not encouraging them by not even letting them sit there for a second. Like mourn with those who mourn, weep with those who weep. Mm -hmm. Like if you are with your friend, like if you are going through the loss of a relationship, it's not my job to show up and be like, well, you should be happy. The joy mm-hmm. of the Lord is our strength. Like, yeah, you know, I can sit and cry with you and be sad for you, but then encourage you, hey, God has better things. You know what I mean? Yeah. But let you feel your feelings. Yes, absolutely. Feeling our feelings is very important. And I just had another flashback to something that I wanted to share about what's happened, but it segues See into that? this. See that? How yeah, that happens? It does. You just remember. It does. Last week, I got to go see Annie F. Downs, oh, that's so her cool. live show, and she's my favorite podcaster. I recommend her to everyone. Um, but along with this whole thing, she her podcast is called That Sounds Fun, and she's made it her mission in life to spread fun around everywhere she goes. And she said this statement that has just stuck in my head, and I love it so much. Um, she said, if joy is the thing we need to feel, then fun is the action that gets us there. Yeah. And so sometimes showing up for your friend who's sad, who's going through a hard time, it's not ignoring what's going on in them, but knowing the moments when, hey, let's, let's just go do something. Let's play Dutch Blitz. Let's get yeah. our minds off of this. We can come back to this, but let's, you know, refocus for a little bit. Yeah. You know, showing up in the ways that your friends need you to show up, showing up and sorrowing with someone doesn't mean that, you know, we sit and sorrow the whole time. Wallow with them yeah. for days. Yeah. Like we need to feel our feelings, but we need to have moments where we have that reprieve from the sorrow and yeah. sadness, where we have light coming in. We can hold two things at once. We can be going through something hard but also have moments of fun and joy in that. Yeah. And so knowing when to do that. Yeah. Um, one way that I've tried to show up for friends is by asking, like, what do you need Yeah. from me right now? Like when you found out about your pap, Yeah. we were driving in the car and I. That was literally the example I was going to give yeah. with like <laughs> being at Panera and everything. Yeah. Um, I. And just at my core, I'm not good with hard situations. I don't know how to react when someone's sad. Like, I think my wanting to just have everything be calm and nice and easy, I don't know what to do. Yeah. My reaction is to just ignore it and, like, let's do something Look at the sunny side. And so when we were in the car driving, I asked you, I'm like, what do you need? Like, what do you need from me? Do you need a positive outlook? Do you need me to just sit here? 
Yeah. I think asking, asking your friends, like, what do you need me to be right now for you? Yeah. So that, you know, you're not trying to fix it how you would want it fixed. Yeah. Because that doesn't, it's not always helpful. Like you were saying before, you know, you have to show up for your friends differently. Yeah. And on, on the side of that, I think that one of the most important things is after you've asked to listen, mm-hmm. like actively listen to what they're telling you. Because if you talk to a friend, like your response to grief or your response to um, maybe not grieving something, but something like the situation I was in with my grandfather, your reaction to that might be, hey, thank you for offering to take me out. I would rather go home. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, I can't overpower you and be like, well, why? Like, then you're just going to go home and cry and be sad and blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, I'm mm-hmm. listening to your needs and I'm acting on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. actively listening, not yes. just like, oh, okay, whatever. You know, and then yeah. like maybe checking up on you every now and then being like, hey, what yeah. are you doing? And I think, you know, knowing your friends well, huge is, help is a huge help. And knowing when to push them a little more, mm-hmm. like, um, the beginning of February, it was the eight year mark of my dad passing away. And that day I was just super sad for, yeah. I don't know, I was sadder than normal. And my roommate was going to play games somewhere and she was like, do you want to go? And I was just like, not really. Yeah. She go- And she kept like asking me like, I think it'd be good for you to like get out and not just sit and be sad. And I kept telling her no. I was like, maybe I'll come out later. Like maybe I'll drive out later. Yeah. And she left and then she texted me again. And then she had the friend that she was at their house text me. But it's because she knew. Like, yeah. She knows me well enough to know like when to push and when to not push. And so listening is important, but also knowing your friends well enough to know when to, to push like a little give them harder that nudge of and like, when to just say like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And to like, especially if it's something as specific as grief, like, which you would know when your dad passed away and from when my mom passed away, mm-hmm. I know that one thing for me that was always really challenging was when it was so fresh, when mm-hmm. people would come up and say things like, oh, I know exactly how that feels or, oh, this happened to me or, oh, this is, and they try yeah. to like relate it to their situation. There was something about very powerful about the moments when people didn't try to relate to me. Mm-hmm. They just hugged me. Yeah. Or they just said, listen, like, I know there's nothing that I can say right now that's really going to fix this. Mm-hmm. Because I think our our natural instinct is to just want to fix things. And not because we're, maybe in your in your sense, like, you're just kind of, like, uncomfortable with that. I don't know what to mm-hmm. do here, but you're, you're not trying to fix it. But I think our, our natural instinct is to just try to, like, fix it because we want them to be happy and we want them to be joyful. But I really love that scripture and how it really anchors in it is okay to weep with someone while they're weeping. Mm-hmm. It is okay to mourn with someone while to just give them a hug or just tell them like, hey, I love you. Mm-hmm. I'm here for you. We don't have to talk about it now. We don't have to do anything about it now. You can just feel it now. We can yeah. do it later. Like We can talk about it later. We can yeah. hash it out later. But for right now, it's fresh. Because mm-hmm. I know like I have a hard time when something is fresh pinpointing exactly how I feel Mm -hmm. or sometimes it feels like I have a like the best way I can explain it is I have like a cork board of just like emotions pinned up Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and I can't quite put them all together 
But after I've sat on it for a day or two, maybe I could tell you exactly how I'm feeling, you know, and then we can work through it. But just having someone physically be there and hug you and say, like, I'm here for you. I love you. I'm praying for you. And if you need anyone, you you can always call me or text me or anything. Yeah, absolutely. It's important. Um, one more thought I, I had about, yeah, about how to show it for friends um, is the thought behind, like, how do you show up for a friend who is celebrating getting something in life that you've been praying for? Like, yeah, that's hard. Um when you've been like my situation in life like I've been praying for a husband for over half my life now yeah and it's something that God hasn't brought yet but you have friends who get engaged how do you show up and celebrate yeah for that I think Annie didn't Annie do a a podcast on that yeah yeah it was so good yeah what are your thoughts on it I mean I think that there is something to be said about your humility, self-control, mm-hmm. as far as, you know, your life and your path is not my life and my path. Mm-hmm. And that I can be grateful and rejoice in the Lord with you, even if it's something that maybe I've always wanted, or maybe if I'm going through a season of grief or sadness, mm-hmm. and I see you going through something wonderful that you've always wanted. I think the natural instinct for anybody, I mean, myself including, included, I'm preaching to the choir, mm-hmm. is that when you're sad or when it feels like you're going through a lot and other people are just being blessed and you're like, okay, God, <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, what the heck? Um, yeah. I know specifically like last year was probably one of the hardest years I've ever experienced in my adult life. Mm-hmm. And it just felt like, you know, my sister was in this time where she was getting married and she was having her own place and she was, you know, in love and having this thing that I wanted. And it seemed like I was losing my job. I was losing friendships. I was losing, you know, and and mm-hmm. the the relationship that I did have, it wasn't going how I planned. And it seemed like everything was changing and everything was becoming so stable for her. Mm-hmm. And I wrestled with it because I was like, I want to be here for her. And I want to mm-hmm. be a good maid of honor. I want to be a good sister. I want to be most of all, a good friend to my best friend, you know? And yeah. it's challenging, but I think it takes a lot of, and I'm not saying I nailed it perfectly, but I am saying that in my experience, it takes a lot of swallowing your pride, mm-hmm. like swallowing the idea that you think you've earned something or you think yeah. God owes you something. You know what I mean? Because God has not forgotten about you. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you have to go through hard things and cling to him. And that's not to say that God punishes you or puts you through hard things so that you're closer to him because that would be manipulation. Mm -hmm. But the hard things in life, because we live in an imperfect world, are what pull us so close to a relationship with God. I mean, he yeah. even says in your weakness, my strength is made perfect mm-hmm. because you have nothing. You know yeah. what I mean? You have nothing to offer. Yes. So that that would probably be. Yeah. Um, and I think you kind of touched on this, but one thing, like when Annie posed this question, her response was, you know, like when you've been praying for something like for a job, for a husband, for a wife, and you see a friend get a job or get a 
get engaged, whatever, um, how do you celebrate with them while you're still praying for that? While you still want that? Yeah. And she, her response was their fiance, their job. That's not what I'm, that's not what God has for me. That's that specifically, person, yeah, yeah. That person, that job, that's not what God has for me. That job's not what I'm looking for. I'm not praying for that guy. I'm yeah. just praying for God's husband. So I can celebrate with them because they're not taking away what God has for me. Right. God's blessing them, but not with my blessing. God's blessing them, but that doesn't mean he's cursing you. Yeah. Like God isn't cursing you with their blessing. Yes. He's blessing them because in their time, in their life, in their season, in their walk with the Lord, that's where they are. That's the timeline that God has for them. Mm -hmm. But the timeline that God has for you, I think, you know, I got some real wisdom from a friend mm -hmm. and she said, that we often put God in such a box mm -hmm. in, in our limitations because we look at our life as, you know, one to maybe like 80, 90, something like that. And we think that because of the way the world has set it up, that we need to be at a certain place at a certain time doing a certain thing. Mm -hmm. When we serve a God who knows no time, yeah. who knows no boundaries, who knows no limits, he's eternal. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so when we put God in that box of God, it should happen now, it should happen. It's pride. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's something that needs to be broken inside of us and say, God, you know, I trust you with every, literally everything else. So mm -hmm. maybe the time that I get married, the time that I get my own house, the time that I have kids, the time that I buy a dog, the time that I, you know what I mean? The time mm -hmm. that I am just receiving things that I think are supposed to be for me right now, the mm -hmm. time that that happens is something that I need to trust you with. Yeah. And just because it's happening to someone else doesn't mean that you've forgotten about me Yeah, and that you're, you're putting me aside and I can be happy and joyful with them and rejoice in their victories, mm -hmm. like rejoice in the things that they're good at. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because I'm not trying to be you. I'm yeah. just trying to do life with you yes. and I love you. So yes. a couple more scripture references for us here with friendships and showing up. Proverbs 17, 17 says, a friend loves at all time. A brother was born for adversity. Adversity, is that the right way to say the word? It adversity? Doesn't. Yeah. It sounds weird. I'm sorry. Um, Can yeah. you just do me a favor right now and say mm -hmm. the word during? During? No, no. Daring? Daring. Yeah. I love the way you say that word. <laughs> daring. You, you say every time you say it. I can't even mock it. Daring? Daring. Like a deer. Daring. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's a good way to put it. Daring. Every time you've said it. Anyways, go ahead. That made me think of that. I think that's... Sorry. No, 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 no. It's okay. Text and words and pronunciations. Deering. I love it. Um, Hebrews 10, 24 and 25 says, And let us be concerned about one another in order to promote love and good works, not staying away from our worship meetings as some habitually do, but encouraging each other and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Yeah. Like, life is hard. The world is tough right now. Mm -hmm. No matter where you look, what's going on, it's hard. No matter where you stand, like yeah. no matter how you feel about anything, it's just tough. Yeah, no matter what's going on in your personal life, life in general is just, there's so much. But we as the body of Christ, as friends in the body of Christ, we need to gather around each other and hold each other up and encourage each other. Some everyone's going through something, whether it's big, small, you know, happy, sad. We all have things that we need to share with each other. 
share the hard things with someone you trust. Share the good things with your friends. Like, let's do life together. Together. Well. You know, there's there's a, a scripture that the Holy Spirit just laid on my heart. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, I believe, first, first, LOL, mm-hmm. first Corinthians 12, 12 through 27. I'm not going to read the whole thing. That's the, the part that popped up. I'm just going to jump around. But 12 says, there is one body, but it has many parts, Mm -hmm. but all its many parts make up one body. It is the same with Christ. We were all baptized by one Holy Spirit. And so we are formed into one body. It didn't matter whether we were Jews or Gentiles, slaves or free people. That's kind of like a deviant from, you know, how to be there for your friends. Mm -hmm. But I think just remembering that even though you might be being used differently than your friend, or maybe like it kind of goes back to like rejoicing with, you know, if, if I see my friend, like say I want to go into ministry and I see someone being blessed with opportunities to preach and sing and go places. And I'm like, well, great. I'm stuck here in Wrightsville. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But the, we're all baptized with one Holy spirit mm-hmm. for one purpose to spread the gospel. And just because they're out doing that doesn't mean that God forgot about me here mm-hmm. and I can rejoice with them and I can be happy with them because God is using me here. Yeah. And later on it says, suppose the foot says I'm not a hand, so I don't belong to the body. Like what if I saw someone going and, and doing something like that? And I chose to say to myself, well, I'm not doing that. So my, my point here is purpose, like a purposeless, mm-hmm. I have no purpose here. And then I just stopped singing at church and stopped, you know, cause I was like, well, this is pointless. Mm-hmm. Imagine how much of like personally, even just the blessing in myself that I would miss out on by sharing the gospel where I am. Yeah. Rather than, you know what I mean? Like, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like trying to compare myself yeah. to other people. But the way you said it was so good that we're all, um, gosh, what did you say? I wish I could like rewind it and listen to what you said. Um, but we're all one body yeah, working we're all, towards. Yeah. Same. We're all the body of Christ. We're, but we're all one, yeah. like working yeah. towards the same goal. Yeah. So that's why in your sufferings, in your joys, we can all walk together mm-hmm. because we are all working towards the same goal, which is becoming more like Christ yes. and getting others to know more about Christ. Yes. And when all else fails, when you don't know how to show up for a friend in any situation, last week, two weeks ago, with you and Maria, my main thought, my mind was, what friend would I want to have right now in this situation? Yeah. Put yourself like, in their shoes. Yeah. Think about, you know, if you're going through something that might be scary in life, like you, yeah. everything is uncertain, who would you want to show up in your life? So it was not to toot my own horn, like not trying to brag, but it was that thought that made getting up at 3.30 in the morning to drive you guys to the airport not seem like a big deal. Yeah. Like, I love you guys. I want to be whatever friend I can. Yeah. And this is who I would want to have show up in my life. Right. Like, who would you... Who would you need in that moment? What kind of friend would you need? The kind of friend that's like, hey, I'm willing to sacrifice my sleep. Hey, Mm -hmm. I'm willing to sacrifice my schedule. Yeah. To help you. Yeah. And so, you know, if it all comes down to like, I don't know how to show up. Just think of what you would want if you were in that situation. If you, you know, friends getting married and you like want to show up somehow and do something for them. Yeah. Show up some way. What friend would you want in that situation? Yeah. You know, always go back to the Bible. The golden rule is the golden rule for a reason. It's the golden rule. Do unto others as you would have them do to you. Yeah. 
Well, with that, Val, would you like to pray us out? Sure. God, we are just so thankful for these times and conversations that we get to have. God, I just pray for everyone who's listening. If they're going through something hard, I pray that you will give them a friend to lean on. And I pray for the friends who have friends that are going through something hard, that you will just, your spirit will show them how to show up and to be a friend in the good times and bad. God, we just, we just thank you for this time. Um, I pray that you will let everyone who's listening leave this conversation encouraged, not just by our words, but Mm. by your truth. Yeah. God, we love you. Amen. Amen. Well, guys, thanks so much for sticking around. Yeah. We promise we won't wait two months (laughs) before we come back again. Yeah. Because we miss you guys. Yeah. And we love you guys. Yes. And I miss our little table chats, but you know what we didn't do? We didn't light the candle. Yeah. It's okay. It's a fall candle. We need to get a spring candle. Oh my gosh. You're right. Yeah. I'll bring my spring mug next time. Perfect. And with that, guys, we'll see you in a few weeks. See you later.